0: He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow. Mode. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow. Mode. He's got me clocking away. It's, it's
1: the Miami Night Show. Hey yeah. Slow mo. He's, He's got me walking that, walk. walkin that grief walk. Going slow. Mode. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow. Mode. He's got me clocking away. Hey, what up, tribe? It's Miami Night Show, Master hey, grief Coach. Welcome yeah. to the Miami Night Show. He got me walking that grief walk. It's time for grief talk, y'all. Yeah. My Masterry coach. Masterry coach. Olga Lotto-Williams is a wife, mother, business owner, and now a survivor of gun violence. In 2015, her 17-year-old bonus son, Dominique Williams, was murdered by another teenager while visiting Colini Beach, South Carolina, with friends. Olga and her husband, Leroy, decided there was a lot of work that had to be done for the youth in their community. They were very passionate about giving them an outlet other than violence a voice other than anger, showing them simple acts of kindness and how love can go a long way. Since Dominique's murder, she's become an active Moms Demand Action volunteer and has partnered with several local organizations, speaking to an array of audiences about gun violence and the effects it has on our communities. Olga was also recently selected as an Everytown Survivor Fellow, a national organization that brings awareness to gun violence through story sharing. Dominique Borel was designed to influence the wayward youth by inspiring, empowering and igniting them through various mentoring initiatives and activities. Let's welcome her. Welcome back, Grief Nation listeners, and today I have a very special guest um, of the everton Network Survivor Fellow Story Share Edition, which is Olga Williams. Hi, Olga
0: hi Miami how are
1: you I'm doing good I'm so glad that you're on the show today to talk about Dominique's world can you share with us your grief journey and how you got here
0: okay so um, the journey is a journey in itself Um, I'm actually was bonus mom to Dominique and I absolutely loved everything about Dominique and so When the tragedy happened, I knew that I had to do something because Dominique's life mattered. And there is something about waking up every day and wanting to share your story so you can help a family, help a young person make a better choice.
1: Absolutely. Life. Absolutely. Talk to us about the defining moment of, of getting that phone call for you and your family
0: well um it's a moment that i will never forget it was a sunday afternoon and um because dominique was my bonus son although he lived with us the last two years of his life uh he'd been on a band trip because he loved to play the drums so the week prior he'd been on a band trip he turned 17 he went on a band trip and then of course he was going to start school a few weeks later and he was going to spend some time with his mom in South Carolina, so he went to stay with his mom before he came to return to Georgia. And that afternoon, we've gone to church, and of course, Dominique called he, him and his dad. He and his dad were like close, yeah. And so he called his dad just to say, "Dad, I love you." Aww. And yeah, he called us. We were at dinner, and we were just talking about him. He was at dinner, and so after dinner, we all went home. Um. My husband went to the store. He called me and said, uh, Dominique is gone. Gone where? You know, he said he's gone. He, he, he's gone. It, he, somebody killed him. Uh, I will never ever forget that call. I'll never forget that moment. I will never ever forget the way that felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and to think about his life and what he meant and all the purpose that he had in life. That is why I wake up every day with ideas of how I can get the word out, how I can tell his story, and how I can just, you know, opportunities just to help a family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's just amazing, you, that being your bonus son, but you have just that much love. That's what happens when there's a blended family. People really need to understand blended families are that's just a a name that they put on it, but that's still, that's my family. That's just like my child. That's like, you know, if I birthed them myself and the love of that is so real with you for doing all the things that you've done for Dominique's world. Who is, talk to us about who Dominique is.
0: Oh my gosh. Dominique is a burst of smiles. Dominique is laughter. Dominique is brilliant. Oh my gosh, he's loving. Dominique is a musician, he's an athlete. Dominique is is everything that he's everything. Yes. Yeah. And so for his oh my gosh, he's he's everything.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely but the I, I know you could I, I, I can understand you saying that because it's like first of all you're illuminating just talking about him and I know your work your platform that you've built for Dominique it, it speaks for itself and the best way to honor our loved ones is to simplify everything that they were so, and, and you've been doing that can you explain um, to families and other moms um, um, the complexity of that journey and what moved you through the grief process you and your family
0: um, well, it's, it all boils down to love. Mm-hmm. Um, when you love someone and you love everything about them, it, it's not hard to try to have that love bounce off of you and want it to bounce off of someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family's a very close family. You know, I call Dominique bonus son, but he's my mother's grandson. You know, he's my aunt's nephew. He's my cousin's cousin. Yeah. So we have a lot of love and support. Um, a lot of love and support yeah. Um, there's also organizations like every town you know that helps you get through where you need to go also mm-hmm, mm-hmm
1: and how did your husband deal with through all of this how do you felt he dealt
0: um I don't know, a lot of times I have to step back because I have so many ideas yeah and I kind of step back and you know think to myself is this too much for Leroy to deal with you know And I think, am I being selfish and wanting to do so many things? And, you know, how does he really feel? But he says that the things that we do in the community inspire him just for somebody else's son. You know, when he goes to the barbershop, he says he's inspired by seeing other dads with their sons. Mm -hmm. So he's, you know.
1: And um, you have a daughter, right?
0: Yes, Lindsay. And
1: how how does Lindsay... um Cope with um, the loss of a
0: brother. okay so with Lindsay it's a little different because we have a ten year old daughter who talks to a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a ten year old daughter who we're in a restaurant and she says things like well, you didn't order for Dominique. no
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I have a baby who you'll walk past her room and you'll hear her talking to her brother. Wow or she'll be asking God, you know I thought you answered prayers. So Lindsay's group is a little different mm-hmm. because she doesn't. I don't ex- really explain understand how she expresses herself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she expresses herself, I guess, through just ma- letting him be there. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. and 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 you guys, I'm sure, allow that for her to be able to do that in that space. That's that's amazing. That is so amazing. Um please give us your thoughts um as far as being a homicide survivor and the reactions just to your son's death what uh, uh, the initial part of it
0: um there, there there is a feeling you you think that this can't happen to me, mm-hmm. so you don't realize that it's real, but it's real, real because they're not there anymore. you know, Dominique is not coming back. he's not on the trip. And one day he's gonna come through the door. So that that feeling of someone being taken away from you, I can't I can't even explain that feeling. Yeah. I know that it is it's awful. It's awful.
1: Yeah. And tell us your why. Why did you start
0: Dominique's World? Why? Why Dominique's World? Uh, one day, Libra and I were riding, and this is right after Dominique was killed. And I was like, Leroy, we have got to do something. Every day, every day you think about Dominique, you reminisce on what he could have been or what he could have done, or the things that he was going to do. And so that that why, Dominique is our why. He, I mean, that's the only why is him. And that smile, Yeah, wanting other young men to know that they are great and they can make it and they can do all these great things in life
1: absolutely absolutely now what I I know you're talking you talked about why you started it but what what helped it what helped you get into that process to be able to do that because you know there's we all grieve differently of course and yes we do end up defining our purpose there but for a mother that is looking for to that time, because you know, everybody's so different in their grief journey. And for anybody that could be listening that this has just happened, what is the advice that you would give them, um, to the point of getting to the meaning and the resiliency? What, what, what can you, how can you support them right now?
0: Um, I know that it takes a lot of prayer. Um, you pray, you actually, you literally going to ask God, what do I need to be doing? Mm -hmm, and when I tell you you know everybody like you said everybody's different and I'm I have a lot of fire behind me I I always want things to happen Mm -hmm. and I I don't want families I honestly do not want families to feel like this yeah and so I don't know if that kind of answers the question or not but it's just the the drive of not wanting anybody else to feel this way Mm -hmm, that's true that is you know, I don't want I don't want another mother, new mother, to be on an interview with me talking about this. You know, because it hurts. It's a, it's a hurtful feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not a club that any mother wants to be a part of, but we are here, and we are here um, sharing our stories, no matter you know how they happen. We are both affected by this horrendous um, epidemic. It is that, that really it is that too. And um, I just, I'm so grateful for you encouraging other families of um, how to, you know, process and, and also define the meaning and also enjoy, still enjoy in your lifetime, your loved one. So, talk about um, some of the programs and things that you do through um, Dominique's world.
0: Okay, so we have, we call it a mentorship program but it's actually more of an outreach. Okay. Uh, We go to like the Boys and Girls Club and we have a mentoring there with the youth in the afternoons. Uh, We hold forums. We just held a forum called Hall If You Hear Me. And that was a panel of all fathers that lost their loved ones to gun violence. And it's supposed to be an annual event, but this year we couldn't do it because of the the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, We also do a yearly Bow ties and blazers, all male fashion show. It takes place in July. And July is special because that's the year, that's the month that Dominic was born.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, that was the month that he also was murdered. So um, we have it around, you know, because he was born on July the 10th and he was murdered on the 19th. Mm -hmm. So we have it around that time. And it's a fashion show because he loved to dress. Mm -hmm. Loved to dress. Yeah. And, it's bow ties and blazers because he loved bow ties and the other young men and fathers that are in the show are trailblazers mm. that's why it's bow ties and blazers and we have grandfathers godsons, godfathers that participate so we celebrate living sons while we're honoring our loved ones that were murdered oh, that
1: is so beautiful that is so awesome um, I'm so glad that your husband is very, very involved as well. Uh, Because a lot of, you know, seeing a lot of the faces and women that um, are a part of this movement. It's just them, you know, um, it's you, you don't get to see the dads that often, but i'm I'm so grateful that you um, have shared that your husband is definitely a, a major part of your advocacy. So now let's talk about your advocacy. Um, talk about your chapter um, with moms and then tell us about um, your um, every town survivor fellow experience. Okay, so
0: um, I joined Moms demand action here in Savannah. Uh, Javanya McDowell she reached out to me and we just became BFFs uh-huh. <laughs> and so she, she gave me all the information and at first I wasn't ready to do it mm-hmm. but then I was like no I need to do this and yeah. so she would bring opportunities to me and she'd be like I want you to speak I need you to be here at 11. I'm gonna have you speak at 11.15 and so she invited my family out and we would just come out and we would tell our story Yeah, that has been a blessing Mm-hmm. because for one, I think sharing helps you. Yeah. You know, it does, it really does help you. And then when the, the another big honor was the Everytown Survivors Fellow. Uh, I just became one of those, the Survivors Fellows. And that that weekend that we had was amazing. Yes, it was. That was amazing. <laughs> and so when I sat back and was thinking, I was like, I called my husband, I was like, Leroy, there are so many moms that feel just like me. And I see it's like a club. Yeah. Everybody is resilient. Everybody's telling their stories. And I was so excited to be a part.
1: Yeah.
0: It's I'm, amazing.
1: Yes. It, you, just the women that are in the room, so many different ranges and uh, from different backgrounds, um, from um financial different backgrounds from educational different differences in background from um skin color and you know but we don't even see any of that being in the room it's just that we we have lost someone and we all are here to make a difference that's all you were able to see Um, which like like you said it was a beautiful experience um i was so honored to meet you there um i'm so glad that we're a part of this um sisterhood As well, so when I look at both moms, I know that there is a there is a part of it that you know we grieve in, and we constantly continue to build each other up. But then there's this other part, which is Evertown, which is the sisterhood or the brotherhood, or just you know just the family portion of it. I feel that brings it all together um, in that under that umbrella. So, what's next for the journey uh, for? you and your husband, your your family, and also your
0: organization? Well, you know, we are not gonna stop bringing awareness to gun violence. Mm-hmm. especially not. Uh, I journal a lot. I have a board of directors that keeps me kind of grounded. <laughs> awesome. And so, and so it's just whatever we can do to, to help young people in our community, to make a difference, whether it's pointing them to counseling, we're gonna continue to do that. I'm going to continue to keep telling the story. I'm going to continue to do everything I can do in my community and around the world. Mm -hmm. I'm talking global to bring awareness to gun violence.
1: Absolutely. Now, along this journey, um, I know that there have been some things that with your organization, you may need assistance with. Can you please tell us how can people support you um, during this time?
0: Well, actually the community can go to our website, which is Dominiquesworld.org. Uh, they can follow us on Facebook at Dominique's World. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram that's Dominique's World Mentorship Program. Mm-hmm. There is a place on our website where they can make donations if they like to. Mm-hmm. And all of our donations go to help us with our next uh campaign that we do. Okay. Old forums. Mm-hmm and so and another thing we do is at our bow ties and blazers fashion show mm-hmm. we give back to the young men that are in the show
1: okay all yeah.
0: right yeah we give them donations for school whatever they're working on they have a little um entrepreneurship mm-hmm. you never know who it's going to be
1: right oh that is so sweet um I think this is amazing. Um, and just in case um, someone didn't hear your social social media platforms, can you um, say those for us again?
0: Yes. Facebook is Dominique's World, uh, Instagram is Dominique's World Mentorship, and our website is www.dominiquesworld.org.
1: Thank you so much for that. And if you have a special quote, um, or a quote, or something that you would share with us, um, what is that?
0: Oh, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> but my special quote would be: um, "It's easier to respect your, for others to respect you if you respect yourself."
1: Absolutely. And I'm sure that rings loud and clear um, with the with the young men that you actually work with, that that um, you mentor. I'm sure you tell them that a lot. And so give us one of the your success stories with um, one of the young men that you work
0: with. Oh, OK. So there's a group of young men at a high school. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I go Well, we were going like one supporter
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they would have us as guests. And to walk in a room and have the most disrespectful young men, I'm talking about paying you no attention, mm-hmm. telling you that, why are you here? And for them to hear your story and understand that you're there and you care about them, and to then have them calling you and calling my husband, wanting to hang out. Yeah. And that—that that is, that is part of the story. That is part of the, yes, we are doing something positive.
1: Yes. And your Moms Demand Action Advocacy work. Um, so what? where is your chapter at right now?
0: Well, um, I haven't spoken with anybody right now because of the pandemic that's going on. Mm-hmm. But the last thing we did was we had a viewing for the Emanuel, mm-hmm. which was the shooting that took place in Charleston.
1: Okay.
0: And we had a viewing for that. And that was awesome. The community came out and it was just another way to show awareness yeah. to the pandemic that's going on.
1: Now, are there any other parts of um, gun violence um, prevention that you work with? Is, are you on any other, other campaigns like Be Smart or do you do, work, do any other parts of the gun violence prevention stuff?
0: No, not with Be Smart, no. Okay. But anybody that has something in the community, Dominique's work there. Okay. And we're willing to help.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And uh, before I let anyone go, I always ask, um, is there anything in your community, um, or you can speak to not only the gun violence, you can speak to something in regards to your organization, but is there anything that you would like to see change or bring further awareness to? Um,
0: Yes, I, I mean, my biggest thing is love. If we can get more love back in our community, I believe that love can make a difference and I think it does because God is love. Yeah. And if I can get my community to just love on each other more, then I believe that we can make a great difference in our community.
1: Absolutely. And I, I do have one more thing as far okay. as this pandemic and what you're seeing our youth and young adults do. Um, cause there are a lot of times that I'm scrolling through my feed and I'm seeing these videos, um, to, um, and these children are young adults, Millennium, Z, X, whichever generation you wanna call them, they're out and about, they're hanging, um, they're having parties, but yet they have masks on. Speak to that generation about how important what's going on um, in our community and how they should take it seriously.
0: Oh yes, now I have also, I've seen not even young adults, but I've seen adults,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and they're not taking it serious either. I believe that if everybody could just stay home You know, you could stop this because you could be asymptomatic and not even know it. And now you've given it to somebody who's going to work at a hospital, who's going to take care of somebody elderly, then they get it. So it is important to everybody just stay home and just chill out.
1: Yeah. So what are some of the things that you've done for um, just some self-care during this
0: time? Well, I journal a lot. Journal just relaxing and meditating.
1: Right. Thank you so much for your inspiration, for everything that you're doing in our community, for your advocacy work, and um, sharing your story today. I really appreciate you, Olga, for coming on today. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
1: Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners. And thank you for tuning in to another transformative segment of It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. Today, we give thanks filled with love and gratitude for our special guest, Olga Williams, for expressing your very unique grief journey and sharing ways of understanding the healing process. This is your girl, Miami Knight, with much love and light until we connect again spiritually.